welcome everyone we're back again with another episode in this season of the sas sessions podcast if you are tuning in for the first time i'd like to personally welcome you to a listener base of over 17500 people yes like we recently crossed that milestone and thank you everyone everybody for tuning in and you know making this happen it couldn't have happened without the support from all of you so yeah coming into our today's guest today we have kanika kurana from chachbi she is currently a, the chief of staff at the ceo's office at chachbi chief of staff as a role is is not very common at least in india and uh, you know kanika is the best person i know who's doing this role so you know in this episode we are going to talk about the chief of staff role and you know what are the responsibility when is the company ready to hire a chief of staff and if you want to be one how do you break out into this role right so all all this and more with kanika in this episode so hey kanika such a pleasure to have you on the show Hey Sunil, thanks so much for that very humbling introduction. I'm looking forward to sharing what I've learned in the role, and hopefully, it'll be a value add to everyone who listens in. Yeah, I mean, I gave a very short intro, Kanika. I I attended your session at the Grotex offsite in Manila, and you know, it was a very very comprehensive intro that that I had. But if I had to summarize that, what, what can can you please tell us more about yourself and also sure. your journey into SaaS? Yeah, absolutely. You know, thanks for asking that question. So, I am a generalist with about ten plus years of work experience, and that varies across industries and functions and roles. I started my career with Morgan Stanley as a banker. Very early on, realized banking or finance is not what I want to do, and started a venture with a friend. I was twenty three. When we started Closet Edit, it was an online portal where women could resell shoes, bags, accessories, clothing. So, something like a fashion centric OLX. Learned a lot about. building something ground up got used to or introduced to the startup ecosystem then which has been very close to my heart since and then i we couldn't we couldn't raise money and we couldn't scale so i shut that and i went to indian school of business hyderabad i was there a class of 17 18 i specialize in marketing and strategy and since then in about 4 years i've been in program management which essentially means you know i've been running multiple programs from budgeting to operations across the companies in the last 4 plus years I transitioned to my current role, chief of staff, in two thousand and twenty-one. So I'm in this role about eight months. I guess we'll speak more about what I do and how I transition. But if I were to summarize in one line, I think it's been very dynamic, very exciting, and I do like to believe that this is the most thrilling part of my career so far. Interesting, and you know, would love to know what what makes you think that for sure. So yeah, can can we start with addressing what is chief of staff and no. what do you do, like you know, in your day-to-day job? and what what are your roles and responsibilities absolutely i think you know before i talk about the chief of staff role a call out would be that this role can really depend how the company defines it sort of all the roles that i know you know this can really vary company to company organization to organization what i mean by that is in some companies it can be perhaps more operational where you're just helping the cxo in a day on day operation versus in some companies it can be more strategic for me at chartbi it's more of a strategic thinking partner what do i mean by that okay i do three things right first is i drive all strategic priorities for the cxo i work with raja raman who's the ceo and co-founder at chartbi which basically means that whatever he wants to accomplish in the next 6 months in the next one quarter 6 month one year are we on track are all the teams aligned you know so it becomes a lot of multiple small projects that i drive at once to ensure that his bigger priorities are met 
half of the year end of the year i think second thing i realized that i do is i structure any information that comes to the ceo's office so it means you know if there is an ask from any team if there is information we need to make a more informed decision i become that person who works on ground gets all the information and you know is able to structure it in a way that he he feels more confident in decision making but the third which is the most exciting part of my job which i really like is most of our conversations start with so kanika what do you think about this right in which he's essentially looking for a recommendation it can be something like you know something like okay so this is the budget for the team this is where they are spending how are we thinking about it which basically means how are, how is that aligning to the company goal so are we thinking everything all the parameters that need to be considered for the decision making or it can be something as you know as simple as hey we have we we've been working offline let's meet these people and go to you know wherever the teams are based what will that book day look like who do you think we should meet what should be those conversations so i think i we do a lot of thinking together and therefore i like to summarize to anyone you know that this is a role of a strategic advisor or a thinking partner where you become a soundboard to the cxo any decision that he or she wants to make you know you make sure that you are that eyes and ears in the organization which i think sometimes at a cxo level becomes difficult so you become that information transmitter or a messenger between what the teams are saying and what the cxo wants to do and ensure that you know everyone's best interest is met and i think being in the center of all this action is something that i find very interesting got it and i and you know that that's really exciting and i do know that you know the chief of staff role i think got really popular from the us white house office i i think the whole office where every person has to <laughs> yeah. has a, like a, a like a chief yeah. of staff right so yeah it it and based on what you mentioned right i i do feel and i think reading about it a little bit i do understand that this role is a very generic role right like you don't you yeah. can never understand or you can never expect that you know you would have let's say work in only operations or you'll have work in only yeah. marketing or only sales or anything right it it might any it might come from any any direction right as yeah. i said being a chief of staff is like at being at the center of everything and you know being eyes and ears to everything that's happening around you even behind you on things that you don't understand but you still have yeah. to like you know make, get yourself acquainted yeah. with with those things right so you did mention that you in the past 10 years of all the experiences you were sort of a generalist so is that like really helping you you know nail this chief of staff role and and yeah. be better at it or can can a specialist also like you know transition into such kind of role yeah great i think that's a great question uh, if i were to summarize my career journey so far i think generalist is definitely you know a good summary but i think what's what's an accurate summary is that i've had a lot of transition in my career right so i have played multiple roles from an entrepreneur to a program manager to a banker which i think has given me an understanding of how to think of multiple things at once so definitely i think to answer your question those skills of being fungible where you know you can understand different domains but don't so the idea is that you don't have to deep you know do the operation and do a deep dive into their day to day but you should have that zoomed out view of what is happening at ground level and i think to be able to do that right i do I, from my experience i think a generalist is a great fit for the role but i also don't because i don't have experience of a specialist i don't want to comment how that is i will speak from my experience and i i think that one thing that works really well is 
because i've been a generalist and my skills have been fungible across functions and roles i'm able to appreciate how different teams connect together and you know that ability to i like to call it the helicopter view where you know what's happening but you don't have to land right there and have that sense of critical thinking right so even if i don't get involved in operations but if can i ask them the right questions to understand what is the sentiment in the team what is the sentiment in whatever problem we are facing and how can i and therefore goes to my what we were speaking about i was speaking about earlier how can i make those recommendations so i think information gathering information is a very important part of the job and to be able to assess and have your own opinion which is also important right a to be able to ask good questions b to be able to have you know a zoomed out view and know if the teams are directionally or any task or project is directionally correct but i think third most importantly what we don't speak about enough is use of data right am i using data in my decision making as i make these recommendations and i i don't know if i've nailed the role but i definitely feel that i'm i'm doing well and i think you know all of this is a work in progress but this all has to come in together for anyone to support a role like this interesting yeah yeah i think it makes sense because I, as we said it like you know couple of times already and couldn't stress enough that it lies at the center and you have to have like a 360 degree yeah. view of what's happening around right and and that that view in sometimes can be like the helicopter view as you mentioned right you don't have to like understand it from a like you know from an implementation standpoint but at least from you know an experience standpoint like you know you should know what's happening around yeah, uh, but absolutely. yeah so so yeah but, like according to you right you know you have been in this role for quite some time and at at a company like charge which is doing wonders so when do you think is the company ready to hire like a chief of staff right like if 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 any other cxo at any other company maybe at some different stage like cd or cd say cd b so how do they know that you know they are ready to hire a chief of staff is this a yeah. role that can be you know present in the company at with the cxo at day 0 or day 1 or it it should be like after some point that you know hey we have reached a series b and now things are becoming too haywire and need some streamlining of you know of activities of operations that are happening and that's why ceos or cxos might go and hire us chief of staff right i think i'll also take this moment i realize we've not spoken about chat b so just for the benefit of everyone that's listening in we have a global subscription management platform and in that we automate revenue operations for about 4500 subscription based businesses you know from startups to enterprises across the world and some of the key clientele you know that we have are freshworks octa and calendly and why i say that is i just want to um you know use this opportunity to speak about the scale at which and the ro- rate of growth at which we are growing which i think is very directly related to what you're asking i do find a lot of value that the co- if a company has established itself directionally you know has had some sort of mvp validation and is at a hyper growth or a growth stage because i do feel that at that point if a chief of staff comes in can bring a lot more value you know than very initial days when the founders themselves are figuring out you know who are their target audience what is their pricing plans etc etc having visibility on where a company wants to go directionally and going there fast so a company in a hyper growth stage think I, i i don't want to tie it to the round of funding but just the level of growth because that's where uh, someone like someone like me in a role can drive value when you just have multiple when you're growing very fast you are you're very dynamic your problems that i'm solving every day change so my no two days look the same 
and i do think that you know this comes in when we have a vision we have a goal we know where we want to be by 2023 by 2025 and continue the level of growth that you know we've had in the last 4 to 5 years so to some a hyper growth company perhaps has validated the direction be where it wants to be where its customer base are and is growing fast is a good place i think to hire a chief of staff and i have seen that in indian ecosystem as well a couple of you know companies that i read about on linkedin etc that are hiring i see that they are in a growth phase and you know they've been around 2 to 4 years or mm-hmm. actually years is not the point the point is that they've been growing really fast so they need someone to kind of help support the cxos and you know drive the mission as a team makes sense makes sense and uh, being in this role right comes with its own challenges and stuff but and i do know that every role should have like some of the, some okr aspect some objective some kpi some metrics that they tracking right every every cxo would have their own north star for for example so for for a chief of staff what does the north star look like or what are some of the metrics that that you track or how do you measure the success in your role Yeah, good question. I think I, I like question where I'm made to think. I'll I'll touch base about what you briefly mentioned in this, which was every role has its pros and cons. And if I were a chief of staff role, I, you know, I can think of three pros and three cons. I think the pros are what we've already been speaking a lot uh, a lot about. a lot of critical thinking on dynamic problems that obviously also change the scope of the problem change as you scale and multiple parameters change there is a lot of visibility into how decisions are made at an organization level you know i just really i really love that i can you know be in meetings and just hear how different people are trying to approach the same problem i feel that's very holistic and i'm very grateful for that opportunity and i think you know what i said earlier was that i'm in the middle of all the actions so you know just have multiple people to work with multiple stakeholders i really enjoy that i and but this also has a flip side right and i think the cons would be that it can get a lonely because you don't have a team i i used to lead a team in the previous firm or at least as a part of a team and you know sometimes it it can feel that while you have everyone as a team you can feel like you're on your own path but i did know that you know this is an individual contributor role when i took on but sometimes it can feel differently and i think the second thing you know that becomes a con is like i said um because of this role is still coming up so a lot of it you have to yourself define for yourself which means that sometimes you know you can feel lost because this is not a traditionally defined role how i overcome both of these challenges right feeling lonely and also ensuring that i'm directionally correct i have identified both a set of friends i very important to make friendships in an organization even for virtual but also mentors right so other chief of staffs who are chief of staff to the ceo to the cro chief of staffs actually in other in other companies like for example i had a chat once with the chief of staff at swiggy just to understand how do you we all face the same problems right so how do we overcome them and and having that sense of belongingness somewhere really helps but i definitely think that you know for anyone considering this role if problem solving excites you and you know you're you have good communication skills and you like to build relationships i do think that this is a great place to be because problem solving is is very fulfilling for me as a person now you know to the question that you asked i'm taking the longer route to get there but what does success look like in this role i i find it hard to quantify it but i can think of two metrics i think one is that there is more focus time for the cxo so you come in 
you take all things off his plate there are meetings where you know you represent him or her and you are able to make decisions on him or her his or her behalf i think having that time on his calendar at this level i realize working so closely is absolutely an asset and a luxury but of course the cxo has to have confidence in you to be able to leverage that aspect of your role and the second thing i would feel is like the role as chief of staff it is also you know working very very closely with the cxos one downs how do how do they win how how do we ensure that you know the one down have all the resources at all points have whatever they require to make decisions at their level you know to look good and to add to charge peak or their organization's goal so i would feel i would summarize this by you know i do believe that a manager is only as good as his or her team to ensure that how we collectively win is where success of this role lies from what you said i understand is like if the, the success of a chief of staff like is aligned or totally depends on the success of the so who the chief of staff is aligned to right like if their office is like succeeding and achieving metrics and achieving yeah. goals and targets completing objectives then yeah. uh, obviously like a chief of staff is playing a big big role in the background where they're supporting each and everything right yeah so, i think i just like to add to that that it's absolutely very true i think it's a lot of ground work and a lot of background behind the scenes work but is when when so when i say ceo's office i mean raman and raja raman's direct team you know so all the other senior leaders that he works with i think this role is about making us win as a team and not just only the cxo and collectively aligning you know priorities with the priority of the organization so i think it's a very this role supports the cxo and the leaders in that organization but but makes sense and how would somebody know that you know if tomorrow i have to let's say you know <laughs> i don't know if i'm ready or you know if i'm eligible but uh, if i have to be chief of staff for any cxo at any any saas company right how do i know that if i'm ready right like what traits do the cxos look for particularly i i do think that you mentioned a few of the those in the in the conversation we already had but if you have to pinpoint yeah. like some important traits that the cxos look for that i should have anybody who's who wants to get into this role right like how do i get hired for this role yeah i think i'll probably use this question as an opportunity to say that i would not actually actively looking for a chief of staff <laughs> role looking just to change industry that been in b2c for too long want something new wants to challenge myself and i was looking at program management because that's what i was doing in my last organization this role just came my way and i do like to thank the hr who you know sent it my way and i found it very interesting if i were to look back you know and now i think that there's more structure to the role and there's more demand for the role i i can think of three things that you know someone would focus on as they interview the person or if i were to interview again for someone else coming in i think first is you know your program management skills your ability to scope define timelines hold accountability and take small projects or big projects to closure i think that's very important which requires both a self of a sense of self discipline and some sort of previous experience of running multiple projects is always a plus second would be right how do we approach problems so what i've been seeing a lot in my conversation with you today is critical thinking so how can you know we ask the questions that can give us a directional sense of any problem statement or any opportunity at hand and i think third would be even though it's a more generic one but it's hard to get right is communication skills being in the center of everything i think it's so important 
to be able to bring different people together and i think you can only do that by building interpersonal relationships and you know having strong communication is definitely a facilitator to that i'm not sure how to answer you know when is someone ready to be the chief of staff but i do think that having a sense of these three you know qualities in different ways but collectively you know that this big, that person will become a strong candidate for this role because this is something that i use on a day on day basis in so many different ways but it comes down to these three things got it and i think one one is a hot you said right like one code that this role has to like follow or you know abide by is like specialization is for insects like i i don't i don't recall like who said this but what what the meaning behind this is like specialization is for insects why everybody should know a lot of stuff and why it matters yeah. right? i think there's a good good article and there's a good book around uh, around this uh, i've read the article but i don't recall who actually uh, you know said this quote or <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever but I think very interesting take one one thing i can share is right when i was switching jobs and i spoke to multiple people my my alumni from isd and people in the industry i think what i was worried about was you know i'm a generalist and 10 years of my career should i become a specialist you know is it something that i'm not thinking will it be how should, how should my next 10 years look like and this one lady i spoke to she said that in organizations to have people that have fungible roles that you know think of yourself as a sponge you absorb you learn and you apply to different places i think that is going to be an asset in the next 5 10 years because we want people in especially you know you look at currently we are in a startup driven world where you want someone to play wear multiple hats and play multiple roles and to be able to do that you know this is a good place to be so i i do understand that you know there is this discussion of specialist versus generalist i really do think that it comes down to personal aspirations but what she said really stuck to me and i chose that i will not specialize i'll continue to be a generalist and then maybe in 5 years i'll ask this question again and see where to go next no totally totally i think it makes sense and you need to grow both both sides right you need to grow vertically as well in the role and you need to grow horizontally as well it and yeah. with um, you know with with the all the changes that are happening around you know around you around the world in the environment and ecosystems in companies and and everything if if a person is not changing right beat anything right changing their job changing their role changing how they think or the mindset and you know by change i mean just like you know always constantly improving themselves both vertically yeah. and horizontally like you know that's that's the only way to stay ahead of the curve i think <laughs> otherwise yeah and i do think that this yeah and i do think that this sort of a change or you know when you just push yourself out of those comfortable waters gives you a lot of you know meaningful perspective that adds to your overall journey totally totally yeah i think that that's a lot for you know this episode to talk and uh, for anybody to understand like you know what is a chief of staff how do you get hired what are the skills required and what are the what is the success look like for this role and and you know in the end like what are the pros and cons right of being in this role but that, that's that's the course for this episode but let's move on to the lightning round where i'm going to put you on the spot for three questions and okay. uh, since it's a lightning round you have to answer with whatever is on top of your mind I do hope I will get a hamper at the end of it, but okay, sure. That's <laughs> awesome. So yeah, first one. Like, what's the one thing that has helped you shorten your learning curve? Um, challenging myself and facing my fears. I was very scared about public speaking. Just putting myself out there and overcoming that has added confidence to a lot of other spheres of my life. 
Totally, that that's amazing. And you know, hearing you speak at the Grotex offsite and like talking to you on this episode, I think you were never feared of speaking in public. I think it was just waiting no, no. for you to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. I remember the first time I went, my hand was shaking and I was shaking, and people were jeering. But but I think it's important to put yourself out there and overcome what stops you. Mm, totally, totally. So yeah, second one. What do you know about your work now that you wish you would have known when you first started? that i will work crazy hours i tell my hr you did not tell me that i have to work so much this is not done but but i do appreciate it i i really i really do think and i'm not sugar coating it i do have nothing to complain about and i really yeah i really wish that she told me that it's going to be so crazy but i have no complaint <laughs> awesome and the last one right who is someone that inspires you and why oh wow so many people inspire me i think it's very difficult you know to nail down one or two people that's why but i do think but i do think that i do think that my parents you know in their own ways i've been very closely watching them my father set up a business for ground up and you know he has a team of his own of about 100 people and he supports 100 families i've always found that very inspiring he's also kept his workflow work sorry work people from his team who've been with him for 25 plus years and i think my mom very very adamant to study she studied llb after having three kids and i do think that you know both these traits have because i've watched them so closely i think they've really influenced me to be a better person that's that's really amazing i mean this is the 94th episode with you kanika and so i've asked this question to pretty much everyone and you are only the second person to you know say that somebody from your family inspires you and surprisingly enough the first person who said that the family inspires me was just in the last episode so you know it's really <laughs> interesting for me to yeah. know right like family is always is an inspiration right right from day zero yeah. one and it really is amazing that you know you picked somebody who's not from the tech saas startup ecosystem <laughs> uh, particularly yeah. uh, who inspires you yeah but great really i think it's interesting choice. you say that because i feel that i think what but why did i choose my parents because to be inspired i think it's so important to see the struggles it's so important to see the days when things are not working and how you know those people behave in or act in them then while the world today is so glamorous with tech founders and vcs etc i do feel that we only see the brighter side of them they have their own struggles but i think seeing that so closely because that's your day to day right your day to day is just when things are not working how do you motivate yourself and keep going so i think seeing that that struggle and seeing that challenge and yet see them come out on the other side absolutely shining is something that stays close to my heart totally and i, I, I and i do think it makes sense so yeah so yeah thanks thanks a lot kanika for taking time this you know good beautiful morning and you know sharing all these great insights with us about getting hired as a chief of staff i i do hope that if somebody is looking out for such kind of a role like i reach out to kanika and i'm very sure that she will be happy for the happy to help you out with you know any questions any specific questions you have about the role like you know about any follow up questions from the episode yeah absolutely thanks so much for having me i was actually excited all morning that we were going to record this <laughs> and for anyone you know looking any questions i'm always happy to help i do think that my experience is not going to be of good use if i can't share it with others so you can mm-hmm. feel free to reach out to me on my link there are 50000 kanikas but maybe kanika will charge me for the one or two <laughs> yeah totally i'm going to include your link in the in the episode description oh, so good. people can find you easily awesome <laughs> thanks sony this is so amazing 